Wherever cancer is, Hancock Health will fight. In any part of you and in all corners of East Central Indiana. From Indianapolis to Greenfield to Knightstown to Rushville. From hospital rooms to family rooms, we fight. With technology and medicine. With care backed by the wisdom of Mayo Clinic. For you, for your family, and for your future in Rush County. We fight cancer here. HancockHealth.org slash cancer. You're listening to Rob Kendall. The Republican Party in Indiana sees zero problem in record spending, in record taxation. And Casey Daniels. You went out there and said, please vote for me. You debated other people on why you're the better person for the position. Suck it up. This is the Kendall and Casey Show on 93 WIPC. Good morning. It is Wednesday, December 21st. It is six minutes after nine. You're listening to the Kendall and Casey Show on 93 WIPC. We're going to start off the show today talking about that omnibus bill. 4,155 pages long, $1.7 trillion. Senior lawmakers in both parties unveiled it. It's a move that leaves Congress with little time to review the massive bill before they're forced to cast a vote on it. They either approve it or we risk a government shutdown. And you would not believe all of the things that are in this omnibus bill. Omnibus just pretty much means at the end of the year, we throw everything in it and see what kind of stew we have. Well, and they have voted to move forward with Mm -hmm. it, which means you can't stop it now. The vote to vote on it in the Senate, if you're not familiar, I'm simplifying a complex process, but basically the way the U.S. Senate works is there is a vote to essentially vote Mm -hmm. on the bill. And to get the vote to vote on the bill to pass, you have to get 60 votes to agree to vote on the bill. So the actual vote in the U.S. Senate, the overwhelming majority of the time, because one party has the power and they usually vote in block, is the vote to vote on the bill. Mm -hmm. And yesterday, a whole bunch of Republicans Mm -hmm. teamed up with the Democrats, including... Yep. Duke of Spendingburg. Todd Young Mm -hmm. to vote for this bill. So... We got some phenomenal audio from Rand Paul yeah. coming up here in just a moment, but I want I want to make a point. This is why I told you people, and if you voted for this guy, it's on you. If you voted for Todd Young, you should be ashamed of yourself. Every single person who voted for this guy and excused it by because remember, well, you you, you got to vote for him, and then we'll we'll hold him accountable. Well, you got to vote for him, and if he doesn't do what we say, we'll primary him. You're not going to primary him. Even if you did, it's going to be in six years, and no one is holding this guy accountable. Todd Young laughs at you. If you're conservative, he loathes you. He's never going to be held accountable because he doesn't fear you. And you had an opportunity. And even if you didn't like the libertarian guy running, you didn't have to vote for him. If you voted for Todd Young, this is on you because we've told you Every single day, this is who this guy is. He spends money like it's going out of style. And to his credit, Casey, Mm -hmm. he told me in a room full of people. He was going to do it. He was honest about it. He's never stopping. He sees no problem in it. He doesn't fear you. He doesn't care about you. And he was proven correct because he gets to be a U.S. senator for six more years. And six years from now, we'll have the same conversation. And a bunch of you people will roll over and play dead because you're afraid of a Democrat. And you won't primary him because it's almost impossible to get on the ballot unless you're Todd Young. 
So this is what you get. Mm-hmm. Okay. You should be ashamed of yourself if you voted for Todd Young because this is your fault. That vote was 70 to 25. And uh, yeah, there were a lot of Republicans who voted on it. And Rand Paul. Real real quick, though, real quick. I, 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 I don't mean to interrupt you, but I want to point out, this is why when we say there is no reason to vote for these people, and I'm not just talking about Todd Young, I'm talking about the Republican Party as a collective. This is what we're talking about. If the Republicans were serious about spending, if the Republicans were serious about inflation, they have every, all they had to do was run the four corners defense on this until the first of the year. Then you have the House. Then you control the money. Then you can choke off all the spending if you were really serious about it. And McConnell and Todd Young and the rest of these people just hand the Democrats a victory. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. More government spending. More unaccountable spending. More unaccountable government. More, 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 more. Sorry. So... Todd Young may be for it. Rand Paul from Kentucky, not so much. Okay, so this guy, he wheeled in the (laughs) 4,155-page bill. He said, I wonder how long it will take the clerk to read this. And then he goes on, and he just 12 minutes nonstop. And I would love to play all 12 minutes for you. It sounds exactly like Rob Kendall. But we're going to get to the to the meat of it. It could okay? have been me, right? I mean, I was watching him and I thought, I, look, I, the I am, spirit of Rob Kendall is within Rand Paul. Here's the thing, Casey. I am certain that my father is my father. <laughs> I'm, I'm uh, absolutely certain. However, mm-hmm. when I hear this, I think this could be my father. Okay, so there's a, a lot we could tell you that's in this package, but we're going to let Rand Paul give us a 10,000 look view. GOP leadership declares that this bill is a victory, but not unless you define victory as adding over a trillion dollars in new deficit spending. So really there is a debate, a big debate within the Republican Party. Which is more important? Is it more important to add $45 billion to military spending, or is it more important not to add a trillion dollars in deficit to our overall debt? We now have a $31 trillion debt. We're adding over a trillion dollars a year, and yet Republican leadership says this is a victory because we're getting more military spending. But it's a victory at what expense? Are we actually more secure? Are we more safe? Is our national security more protected by spending more on the military? Or is our national security actually more threatened by incurring more debt? I would argue the latter. $31 trillion in debt is the number one threat to our national security. It's the week before Christmas, and predictably, Congress is is considering yet another $1.7 trillion spending bill. We haven't had a chance to see or even read. Last night at 1.30 in the morning, the text of this 4,155-page spending spree was released. If you thought Congress couldn't possibly spend more money than it did last year, you would be wrong. The omnibus increases spending by 10% compared to last year's budget. You would think that nearly two years of 40-year high inflation would create some hesitation. You would think that a looming recession, spurred largely by exorbitant government spending, would give this Congress pause. But instead of taking a minute to consider what a responsible federal government budget looks like, 
we are instead placed behind the barrel of a gun, forcing us to choose between letting government expire or blindly passing a $1.7 trillion spending package that not only does not balance, but in fact spends over 10% more than last year. Okay. Oh, so good. Yeah, I thought you'd like that. Serious question. How is that guy Mm -hmm. and Todd Young in the same party? Yeah. Pick one. Like, if you're a Republican, pick one. Because those two dudes are not living on the same planet. And whatever direction you want to go, if it's Rand Paul, great. I guess I'll stay in the Republican Party. But if it's not, I'm out. Because... the, it's and I love the people who say you should grill Micah about this. So run you don't every time Micah's on the show do we not say when is the accountability, accountability club meeting? meeting? Look, I love Micah. Micah's dead wrong in this. I told you during the election he was dead wrong. I'll say it again. He's totally wrong about this. Anybody who justified voting for Todd Young is absolutely one hundred percent wrong and absolutely one hundred percent to blame for what's happening here. We're not going to hide from that. We never hide from that. We uh, It's like the bloodlust in our YouTube chat. They're, they're not concerned about the thing. The thing is the egregious Senator Todd Young, who is who has, well, I'm going to have to do math. We may be to $12 trillion. Mm-hmm. Todd Young may have now, with this vote, voted to add $12 trillion to the <laughs> national debt. I'm going to have to do math over Christmas break. Mm-hmm. I can almost promise you by the time we get back in January, it will be $12 trillion. That's the problem. The Indiana Republican Party, who protects and defends this guy at all costs, when they kicked Danny Niederberger off the ballot to run against Todd Young, it was a concerted effort, and the establishment thought it was funny. High-profile members of the Republican Party, elected statewide office holders, were openly laughing in public forums about kicking that guy off the ballot to defend Todd Young. The problem is Todd Young. The problem is bigger than Todd Young. The problem is the Republicans. And you're not the only one who goes on to shame the GOP. Rand Paul has a few words, too. Most of the senators, even if they share my sentiments, they know that this point of order will be waived. They think they can quietly vote this way and no one will notice. Well, when American voters finally notice that people here are saying one thing at home and doing another, are promising balancing budgets and promising that deficits do matter, and then come up here and vote the opposite way, one day the American electorate will wake up and vote these hypocrites out. But they won't. But they won't because the public education system has there's two reasons it won't happen. The public education system has dumbed these people down because they they are incapable of the critical thought as a collective society of knowing who is to blame for this. And they don't have the critical thinking skills to hold them accountable. Number one. And number two. What happened in Indiana? Mm-hmm. Everybody knew who this guy was. Everybody knew what he was. Everybody knew what he was going to do again. And because, well, I'm afraid of a Democrat. I'm going to roll over and play dead and vote for this guy. It's not stopping. It doesn't matter how bad it gets in this country anymore. We are so tribalized. We are the, we are so gerrymandered. And we are so collectively as a society incapable of critical thought and thinking outside of our boxes. It's not stopping. We're done. We're, we're done here, Casey. There is nobody in this country right now who is going to stop this. The decision now is do you want to slow walk or do you want to sprint towards calamity? That's the conversation now. So what does $1.7 billion get you? Well, it's a lot. And hopefully we'll have a chance to review some of the more ridiculous things. You're listening to Kendall and Casey on 93 WIBC.